Sure, sure. We're ready, Charlton. That'd be fine. Whatever. Hey, everybody. I'm Kyle Rizzo. Welcome back to Make Me Smart, where we make today make sense. It is Friday, the 1st of December. Friday. Oh, my gosh. It is the beginning of the beginning of the last month of the year. Wow. That hadn't quite sunk in yet. Anyway, I'm Kimberly Adams. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us for our weekly happy hour. Um, thanks for everyone who's on the po- who's listening later on the podcast, who's joining us live on YouTube. We appreciate you. Um, it is time for Economics on Tap, where we are extra happy today because we have Marketplace's Amy Scott here with us. Hey, Amy. Hey, everybody. Hey. And Amy is out oh, with a new season of How We Survive, which is Marketplace's Climate Solutions podcast. Yes, now you can talk. Hi, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying, hey, that's, you know, just doing hey. my own. Hey, with you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. No, Kimberly, go ahead. No, I mean, I was going to let you read your line because Amy. Was I have a line? Say, oh, wait, I do have a line. You have a line. So, so look, do. we're, we're going to do, do a little <laughs> beer tasting. Um, but um, we're going to do a beer tasting because Amy's here, and I want you to tell us, first of all, Ms. Scott, um, what this season of How We Survive is about, and then that will segue mm-hmm. neatly into the kind of beer we're drinking and why. Yes. Okay. I'm very excited about this. Um, so this season, uh, I think you know, because I've been on the show to talk about it, but just in case you've missed it, uh, it's all about water in the West um, and how we're going to keep living in increasingly arid places. Uh, as the go-to source of water, the Colorado River, um, dries up because of climate change. And so we've been exploring solutions, how people are adapting, and and one part of the solution is finding new sources of water and figuring out how to better use the water we have and reuse it. Um, so we've actually got before us some beers uh, that were made with some very special water, recycled <laughs> wastewater. <laughs> oh my goodness! We have three of them. So let's yeah, see. so this is uh, this is a bit of a journey that I've been on. I feel like uh, I should catch you up on where I'm where I am with this. But, <laughs> so basically, this summer we went to the town of Gilbert, Arizona, which is in Phoenix or suburb of Phoenix, um, to visit a place called Desert Monks Brewery and. Uh, as I said, they, they've been brewing beer with a very special kind of water, which they purchased from the city of Scottsdale. Um, you know, some people call this toilet to tap, not super <laughs> adver- uh, appetizing. So the city prefers the term direct potable reuse or um, even better, ultra purified water. Um, and basically what's happening is that the city of Scottsdale has been treating wastewater, um, you know, putting it through all kinds of filtration and disinfection and treatment um, to get it to its kind of purest form as water and actually adding some minerals back to it so that it tastes better. Um, And the idea is to eventually send this directly to customers through the, you know, the city utility. It'll come out of your tap. But it's going to take a while to get there, partly because of some, you know, permitting issues, but also the like kind of PR, you know, people are kind of icked out by this idea. So they've enlisted local brewers to brew beer from this um, direct potable reuse water. And so we're going to try some of them. And I'm very curious to know what you think. Well, I just, so, I just flipped up the Zoom screen, and I'm just I'm looking at Kimberly's face. And first of all, she's being a trooper and drinking beer, and not only so that, she's that. drinking toilet beer. So there's that, right? 
And she's I know, I got to get your images here. There Although we go. There we go. Now I can maybe, see you. Maybe you pre-gamed a cocktail so that you could have the pee beer. I don't know. We'll see. I, I will not don't confirm or deny such beer. allegations. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I have a question, though, because I'm not a beer person. So I have three beers here. If I open them, there's no way I'm going to be able to drink all three of these. How long will yeah, they no, keep it's... in the fridge once they're open? They'll go flat. By tomorrow morning, they'll I be flat. I think maybe just like go down the hall, give them to some neighbors. <laughs> Yeah. Don't tell them where it comes like, from. Here, have a pea beer. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, I'll just pick no, one but I mean, this and is open the future. It. This is coming to yeah. Los Angeles. This is coming to Phoenix. This is coming to yeah. Colorado Springs, where I grew up. I mean, this is how we're gonna get by. No, look, I the- am a lover <laughs> of sci-fi, and every single sci-fi novel set in space involves some amount of recycled yeah, content they do it they do it in space right so. it's, exactly yes. so. and as my 12 year old said isn't all wastewater recycled or isn't all water right. recycled right. wastewater which it, came, it is it this is just speeding up the yeah. process through exactly. technology exactly so just should we drink like some we beer all the stuff of stars yeah let's drink some beer so so let me just so, say i'm in kimberly's boat I've, I've got to do some driving later so i'm gonna have a sip or two of each of these i've got two in front of me i've got the uh, german style lager called sonoran mist and then i've got the uh pale ale called Immaculate Fermentation. Which one are we going to do first? Um, can we do the lager? Oh, you want to do the Immaculate Fermentation. It's a great name. I'm, I'm just I'm, holding I'm, them I'm up. I can like, see it, but my light's yeah. messing it up. Okay, there we go. So this is a There's pale Immaculate ale. Fermentation. I'm just All right, modeling so I've got beers that. for everyone. Sorry, which, which one are you doing, right. Amy? Prost. Yeah, which one the, are you doing, uh, the Immaculate Fermentation? Immaculate Fermentation, yeah. Okay, all right. It looks good. Let's see. Pour a nice, healthy swig. Oh, it smells right. Well, that's good. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, uh, yeah. It's not my favorite beer, but but it's it's a decent beer. Yeah, I'm not much of a pale ale person, but I mean... Mm-hmm. You, you know, we tasted a lot of water through the course of the season, and I kept saying... Uh, I mean, it tastes like water, you know, it's like, what can you really right. say? And it, it's hard for me to know, is it, is it the beer that you like or don't like, or is it the water? Um, it's, I don't think I have a sophisticated enough There's, palate to tell yeah. you, but it certainly tastes I like beer. I have to give a shout out to all of the puns happening in the YouTube chat. The acknowledged oh Sarah Schlosser acknowledging the Kai P.A. glass sighting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, the Kai P.A. <laughs> All the IPA jokes um, from Michelle and yes. others. Uh, I, uh, April McCaffrey saying, I don't think Mist is a good name. I, I really do appreciate all, all of you. Sonoran <laughs> Mist, no less. Yes. Um, all right. I, maybe that's why they didn't send us an IPA, because they were trying to prevent the jokes. Right, you, you can't <laughs> okay, blame what's them. the next you one? Can't blame them. All right, so let's do Should the, try um, the lager? Sonoran this was Mist. what I tasted yeah. a version of a lager when I was at the brewery this summer. And, um, you know, maybe it was because it was the end of a long work day and I was really thirsty, but I thought it tasted great. Beer's always better when you're thirsty. Oh, yeah, so I'm not a lager guy. Yeah, I yeah, like so, this. See, so I'm a, very, I like lagers. It's very lager looking, right? Very, very light, mm-hmm. very pale. All right, hang on. I, I have to say, if when I briefly oh, thought that I might be able to op- open all three and not, like, have consequences, I brought out your <laughs> favorite thing, Kai. 
Oh, yeah. Is that a flight? I hate that. That is the dumbest marketplace swag ever. And if anybody in St. Paul is listening to this and you're in the swag department or the Wait, membership department, I'm we really it sorry. It says but it is marketplace the dumbest on the panel. marketplace swag ever. <laughs> I was not consulted when they did this. Let me just say. It's got a little. This wolf, would have been the, like the, the perfect way to do this taste test, though. I'm impressed shark, that you have a marketplace Brid- flight. The they never send me this. Brid- and the bowl. Bridget's going to make Marissa. Bridget's going to make Marissa cut that out in the edit, I'm telling you. <laughs> uh. So what do you think of the lager? I think it's actually pretty good. It, it, it tastes more um, It tastes more like a lager than the pale ale tasted like a pale ale. But that's in the brewing. That's not in the water, right? None of this is me being able to tell that it's pea water, right? Sorry, 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 sorry. But you know what I mean. <laughs> pee and right. poop if you want to be realistic about it. Oh, um, man, how to kill the buzz, Amy Scott. Well, Look, I, I mean, mean we've it, already it's killed already it. I been think through our systems, so like in theory. Exactly, exactly. And okay. I, you know, I toured the plant where they clean this water. I saw the list of things they test it before, test it for yeah. before they ever use it. I mean, it's. I was convinced. Um, Look, I've been to but, a couple you know, water treatment facilities over my career in journalism, and I'm always astonished at how pristine that water mm-hmm, is coming out mm-hmm. of this other side of a modern water treatment facility. I'd probably right. drink the water even if I saw it from beginning to end. So, you know. All right. So this and, last and one is this. Yeah. Are you going to try the Hefeweizen? All right. Well, you guys, let's let's try the Hefeweizen. Let me let me go to the. I'll go to the garage and get the Hefeweizen, even though I'm not a Hefeweizen guy. I'll be right back. I was gonna say, Kai, if it's like a little sticky around the rim, is it? Has it been compromised, or do you think that? Well, it's been spilled, right? The sticky stuff is is beer that's spilled. But it did it leak out of the can? Is what I'm wondering. Like, should I not crack this? Does it? Do you feel pressure? Yeah, a little give, but then it's then I think it's all right. Open it up and see what happens. I'll be right back. Should I I'm drink consulting the, the beer bowl, expert, the, the bear, group? the shark, or the wolf? What do you think? Oh, is that what the flight is? I like yeah. it. Um, ooh, well, what is the wolf? I don't even know. I like the wolf, wolf of Wall Street. Ah, got they, it. They, they were they were stretching. <laughs> All right, so we're going <laughs> I had with to the come wolf. up with four. Yeah. Ooh, this one's right. pretty. It's got a pretty color. Yeah. It's like lavender ish. No, wait, that's just the lighting. All right. All right. I'm back. Oh, oh, it's bubbling. You guys are such good sports for doing this. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the comments, and it says, shark, wolf, bear, shark. What happened? <laughs> Everybody oh was God. voting on which of the glasses I should drink out oh. of. <laughs> I go away for And I was seconds. like, what's a wolf market? <laughs> Not realizing that it, it's referring to the wolf of Wall Street. Oh, yeah, there's a reason I don't like Hefeweizen, and this is why. Um, so it's it's super cloudy, <laughs> as you can see, right? Very pale. Uh, lots of uh, effervescence, as you will. Yeah, it's, it's a weird It's kind of lemony. Ugh. Yeah. This is actually yeah. more tolerable to me than most beers. Oh, that's so interesting. That's so interesting. Yeah. Huh. I like it. I could drink it. It doesn't well, there you go. taste yeah, like offensively beerish to me. So yay. Does nothing for me. <laughs> Does well, nothing you for like beer, so that makes sense. I'm glad I picked so this Kai, one. So Kai, your favorite is yeah. the, is would you say the lager? I would say the lager actually, which, you know, for me an IPA guy is, is uh, a little bit of a change. But look, they're, both of the first two were completely palatable beers. Uh, you know, 
And, and and Amy's point earlier is totally right. This is the way we're going, so we have to get used to it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Exactly. So if I can turn the tables on you, are you half full or half empty on recycled <laughs> wastewater? I, I'm, Sorry, I'm totally half full. It's it, it would be fine. It would be fine. Yeah, I'm half full. I trust yeah. the science. It's it's we're all good. And honestly, right, I'm sure we consume much worse uh, in just the food that we eat every and, and damn day. Other things. I mean. I yep. mean, and all alcohol well, shout is poison, out to, technically, so <laughs> there's that. Shout out to Summer and Chris Decker at Desert Monks for sending us this beer. Yes, thank you. Um, Appreciate it. Yes, yeah, it was fun. For sure. For sure. Uh, all right, we should probably get to some right. news, right? There we go. Yes, let's get some news. Uh, I don't have any. I'm going to piggyback on yours because, frankly, I've just been cranky all day about the news. The news just isn't. <laughs> so, of course, the news uh, is that uh, New York Representative George Santos was expelled from the House expel- yeah, expelled from the House of Representatives today. Uh, I I'm, I'm, can't even decide if I'm surprised that it actually happened, like it needed to happen. But there are so many things that we expect the Congress should do that they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I am interested in this uh, from a couple of, of different perspectives. So first of all, in the Associated Press, in their write-up of uh, what happens next, I was very interested to hear what um, happens to his staff. So all the way oh. at the bottom of this AP story, now that he's been removed from office, Santos's congressional office will remain operational under the management of the clerk of the House. No additional staff hmm. can be hired, but the current staff can stay on and perform constituent casework. They will be unable oh, to undertake any legislative activity, such as the drafting of bills. Santos, for his part, hasn't lost all the privileges afforded to former right. members. Right. He right. will still be permitted to walk onto the House floor and fraternize, fraternize with members. And then it wasn't in this article, but it was a different one um, that I'll have to find later where they were talking about there's an association for former members of Congress. He apparently is not going to be extended an invitation into that uh, robust group. August. That's the word I was looking for. August group, because I guess a spokesperson for the group said something to the effect of uh, you have to be a member in good standing when you leave uh, to be extended membership. So that was one thing that was fascinating to me about it. Another uh, two other pieces that were interested uh, tied together because the New York Times linked to this piece in the conversation by a political philosopher who is talking about sort of why the lies of George Santos were particularly galling to people because there's sort of this understanding that everybody that, that everybody understands that mm-hmm. politicians lie, right? So why does it matter so much to people that George Santos lies? And so he broke it down into three uh, different reasons. So do 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 do. Um, uh, this I'm just finding the name. This was Michael mm-hmm. Blake. Yeah, Michael Blake at the University of Washington. Want to give Michael his shout out. Okay, so three reasons. Number one, lying is manipulative, so nobody likes that. People don't like to be manipulated. Second reason, abuse of trust. Uh, If our candidates lie to us, we cannot know what they really plan to do and hence cannot trust that we are voting for a candidate who will best represent our interests. Number three, electoral mandate is this idea that, you know, um, the consent of the elected might be illegitimate if it were obtained by means of deception. And the fourth one (laughs) that particularly makes it particularly bad is that these lies were unnecessary and disprovable. Mm -hmm. 
Santos's lies, however, do seem to provoke something like resentment and outrage, which suggests that they are somehow unlike the usual forms of deceptive practice undertaken during political campaign. <laughs> the rarity of this sanction may reflect a final reason to resent deception, which is that voters especially dislike being lied to unnecessarily, nor about matters subject to easy empirical proof or disproof, which gets to this New York Times article, which talks about how one of the things that really set off members of Congress was at least not just the lies, but on the illegal ways, allegedly illegal ways that he spent campaign funds was the kind of mm -hmm. stuff that he spent it on. The fact that he was spending it on luxury goods really got to people that it was, you know, at this point, the discussion around lies and politics is so familiar, it has almost become background noise. But taking $6,000 of his campaign contributions and spending it on per personal shopping at Farage Ferragamo, I guess is how you say it, dropping another couple thousand at Hermes at Sephora on Botox. <laughs> Those revelations documented in the House Ethics Committee report released November 16 seemed simply too much. <laughs> So totally. if he'd gone and to Walgreens to and bought some aspirin yeah. with campaign funds, right. it would have been okay. You know, but I feel like people would have been a little more tolerant of it because, like, <laughs> you've definitely heard about members of Congress spending it on travel that maybe they shouldn't have or fancier dinners than maybe were per permitted. But the luxury goods really – oh, right. Brandon says, don't forget the OnlyFans. I didn't forget the OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just it's so family podcast. extra. Yes. All right, that's all I got for news. Uh, but you have a rant, Kai. I feel it coming. No, I don't. I don't have a rant. I, I guess my rant. I have. I have two thoughts on this. Number one, it's truly disappointing to me. No, it's not. That's ridiculous. I should be surprised, but I'm not surprised that all of the House leadership, which is to say Republican leadership, uh, voted for Santos to stay. Number one. Number two, the 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 protestations from those Republicans, which is to say more than half of the Republican conference in the House of Representatives voted for Santos to stay. There are protestations that he hasn't been convicted and thus we can't throw him out. I guess I have two thoughts. Number one is this is a political move, not a judicial or uh, criminal move, right? It's a political thing, mm -hmm. much as impeachment is not a criminal trial it is a political trial so you can't it that doesn't flow for me that you, well, we have to wait for him to be convicted that doesn't make any sense number two the constitution says the house gets to decide who's in the house and who's not right yes you got the will of the voters but once they're in the house the house gets to decide the qualifications of its members and so i think all the protestations from the republicans about this is dangerous precedent and all of that i don't buy that, that those are those are my rants not really ranty Amy, what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I guess I'm just, I don't like that how much we seem to have accepted that lies are okay in politics, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, think yep. about the big lie that yep. most of those yep. members support. And, um, and even when they don't works, actually believe right? it, which is wild. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Anywho. Ooh, okay. All right, we're done with the news. Beer. We're done with a little cranky news. Yes, which we have. We have lots of beer. Uh, quick break <laughs> coming cans. from us. Uh, and then when we come back, uh, half full, half empty, uh, we'll be back.
We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts. So I really have to finish this whole can like tonight. You, or you it don't. Goes... You actually, you actually don't. No, you I mean I know I don't. Even... But like, you can pour in it in the toilet. Like... Eventually, it'll get reused. No. Oh in... snap! Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. <laughs> From All whence right. it Sorry. came. Sorry, I can't help myself. End of season, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm really scraping the barrel. It's all good. <laughs> All right. Who's in charge right, of this game? So Good grief. <laughs> this now we are going to play the game. It's half full, half empty, hosted by our very own Drew Jostad. Please save us from ourselves, Drew. All right. Night School Bar in Durham, North Carolina, is a bar that offers pay-as-you-can college-level courses. Are you half full or half empty on taking a class with a drink? Yeah, so this is a story that aired on Marketplace this week about uh, how adjunct professors uh, who don't make a whole lot of money uh, have turned to uh, alternate means of, of uh, getting paid, and a lot of them are bartenders. And so one of them put together this this program where you do class in a bar and you have a drink or two and take some, some, some classes. And I think it's, you know, it's great on a lot of levels. I'm all the way in. Half full. Half full. Yeah, I mean the the motive, the reasons are sad. Right. The, the higher ed is yeah. in, a, well, in yeah. dire straits, yeah. but but uh, yep. I'm half I'm half full on the practice for there sure. You go. Yeah, I take the sure. course. Yep. And a non pee beer. About <laughs> to say Sorry. it kind of does depend on what cocktails are on offer, to be honest. Yes. And what classes. All right. Yeah. Right. Are, are they you... a good bartender? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Are you half full or half empty on mortadella? Oh. I missed this. What was it? I need some So this is a piece in the New York Times this week about how mortadella, right, which is basically nice. Italian bologna. Ha- well, my mom's Italian, so, you know. Um, yeah. So it's basically Italian bologna and for years has been the bastard stepchild of all the great meats that come out of, um, well, mostly Europe, but, you know, they're American uh, salumeries now, right? You got your, your great salamis and all this jazz, and mortadella has always been this random thing. And, and American bologna is a, is a distant, 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 distant cousin. Um, but now it's apparently back in favor in very big ways, and it's having a heyday. Uh, and I, I, can, I can tolerate a little bit of mortadella. It's good, you know, there's a little... There's some fat in there, and then there's some pistachios sometimes. It's good. I'm half full. Okay. Now that I'm looking at the pictures of this, I know of this item. I do not love it. Um, but I also can appreciate how um, 
the millennial love of the grown-up Lunchable has spurred yeah. uh, the um, <laughs> growth of this industry. This yeah. is this is the running joke that the reason millennials love charcuterie boards so much is because they're basically grown-up Lunchables, and that's what yeah. many of us grew yeah. up eating. I so. like that. That's and good. if that's you think good. about the Lunchable meat, it kind of did have that vibe of the... Oh, totally did. Look, hundred percent. Sure, half full. Let people eat what they love to eat. Yep. Yeah, sure, but I'm half empty because I haven't eaten meat, eaten meat really since I was eighteen. So I, oh my I have to recuse so myself healthy. from this one. Fair enough. Fair uh, enough. I don't know. Good so for you. Healthy. I'm unhealthy in lots of other ways. <laughs> <laughs> we all got to pick our battles, man. That's right. Exactly. I think it was the Lunchables that did it. Actually, might have been. <laughs> You're just like this is not good for me. All right, what's next, Drew? Okay, Walmart is releasing a shoppable rom-com on TikTok, Roku, <laughs> and YouTube called Add to Heart. Are you half full or half empty? Let I have no idea me, what you're talking about. I, I cannot express the depth shoppable. of I have for this. Almost everything <laughs> in the series, from furniture to fashion, was sourced from Walmart. So Stephanie Seek, one of our editors, posted this in our now reading Slack channel. And she was like, someone else, please watch this trailer so I don't have to suffer alone. And I don't know (laughs) if you've ever seen the movie The Ring where it's like you you watch this video and you have to show it to somebody else in eight days or you like die. That's how I felt after watching that trailer where I was just like someone else has to deal with this level of cringe so that I'd, I'm not here alone. And so I was just like, someone else watch it. Oh uh, I'm, I'm empty. Look, I love a good, ho- a, f- a good formulaic holiday rom-com. You know, let's totally undermine women's sense of agency and, and t- career choices and tell them to go back to their hometown <laughs> and settle for less. Oh, Absolutely. <laughs> let's do it with holiday cheer. I want to hear a whole separate podcast about this with Kimberly. <laughs> You have some some thoughts. But I love watching them. I will watch them over and over again. And so I appreciate it at some level in that they are embracing the formula and using it for marketing. But man, that trailer was cringe. I cannot deal. I will not be watching it. Uh, So I'm going to go all the way empty. It was hard. It was hard to watch. That's appalling. Yeah, I just forget it. I just loved hearing Drew with a straight face saying (laughs) the words shoppable (laughs) rom-com. Right? Wait, well and isn't done, it bro. called like add to heart instead add of to add, heart. like instead of add to cart, it's add to heart? Oh, like no, that, really? that that's kind of genius. I will give them that. Uh, I will give them that. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could unlearn this whole oh thing. God. Shall we just <laughs> move on to the poll and, and let us yeah. let us move on? Well, there, isn't there one All more right, between now so and the poll, or are we, do we have us, the poll first? I think I think oh we've been God. killing too much time. We're 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 They're trying right. to okay. Anyway, let's go to the poll. Let's go to the so poll. people in the who are able to observe in the uh, YouTube live chat, <laughs> please please weigh in on the poll. And while you're there, if you want to give us a like uh, or or a follow for our channel, we'd love that. So let's let's go ahead. <laughs> All right. Dueling columns on this topic in the Wall Street Journal last week. Are you half full or half empty on picking people up from the airport over the holidays? Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Go ahead. I, I will abstain because Go I ahead. think the listeners to this mm-hmm. podcast know exactly how I feel, but we'll we'll kill some time to let the poll develop, I think, right? 
So I will say, when my mother picked me up from the airport in St. Louis, I had a full-on discussion with her about this and, and her feelings. on. She says, oh, I don't mind. It's not that big of a deal. It's right. fine. Right. right. Which, of course, she's going to say. But, you know... On the way back to the airport, because my sister and her kids, their flight was leaving at 6 a.m. My flight was leaving wow. at like 8 a.m. So they all had to leave to go back to the airport at like 4. So rather than having my mother take a separate trip to take me to the airport, a couple hours later, I got up that early and Did rode you with them to really? the airport. Yes, to save wow. my mother the trip to the airport wow. on the holiday weekend. So... Wow. I will say, um, there are people who do enjoy the airport pickup. And I have to say, I did have a friend pick me up from the airport when I got back to D.C. So there's that. Very nice. That's super Very nice. nice. Yes. Very nice. Yes. Tell, tell me right. when I'm allowed to. You're allowed to, to wear oh, you're anyway, you're not, allowed Don't now. give you're your answer, now. though. Just All right, I won't give my answer. But I will say that every time we go home to visit my folks in Colorado... We usually fly into Denver, which is about an hour and a half from my hometown of the Colorado Springs. And my stepdad always comes to get us. And Aww. I love seeing him pull up, my mom oh. hopping out of the car. And, you know, so I'm in favor of my parents picking me up from the airport. I'm not maybe less so in favor of driving uh, to Baltimore, you know, BWI uh, uh, and getting uh, them. <laughs> uh, well, ha hang on a minute. So, so here's the question. I, I don't remember exactly how long it's going to be until your kids go to college, but believe me when I tell you that that freshman year of college, when they come home, you're going to get in the car and go to BWI. Oh, I'm going to be them, there. Night or day. You betcha. Heck yeah. You betcha. Totally. As people are you pointing out in the chat, I do think it matters what airport we're talking about and Absolutely. the relative distance because, you know, the Miami airport or LAX are very different from Lambert St. Louis International Airport, you know, yes. in terms Fair of enough. levels of drama involved. All right, poll is oh done. Wait. All right, wait, wait, wait. Um, we gotta gotta get this one in from JC Katz four one one. I drove a friend to the airport. She didn't even pay me back the toll for eighteen dollars. Empty. Sorry. That's sorry. not a friend. That's not a friend. Eighteen dollars. Wow. That's not a friend. That must yeah. be New York, anyway, so, right? I mean, where else are you paying tolls like that? Uh, All right, so I am uh, going to go half full on picking up, pe picking yeah. people up from the airport over the holidays. If I had a car, I would totally pick my friends up from the airport. I, I would too. Can't carry them I on my too. motorcycle. Sorry, I'm half full too. Absolutely, yeah. So here's the way All it worked right. out: half full on picking people up, sixty-two percent; half empty, thirty-seven percent. One hundred and seventy-seven votes. Thank you for participating. Yeah, very yes. nice. Very nice. That was fun. Excellent. Good stuff. All right. Yes, that is it for today. Please make sure to go and check out uh, Amy's amazing podcast. Um, you know, it's it's so good and so interesting. And like we've been saying this whole time, this is where we're headed. Let's all get used to it. Um, yeah. And before we go, we want to give a special shout out and thanks to our beloved Make Me Smart intern, Neela Farshabandi, who you hear in the credits all the time. Today is her last day. So, Neela, thank you so much for all of your hard work and your smart ideas over the last six months. We have long internships here at Marketplace. And so we're all going to miss you and wish you the absolute best. She's done great. It's been super. Yeah. Huh. <sighs>
Make Me Smart is produced by Courtney Bergsicker. Today's episode was engineered by Charlton Thorpe, our intern for today anyway. This is Neela Farshabani. The team behind our Friday game is Emily McCune and Antoinette Brock. Marissa Cabrera is our senior producer. Bridget Bodner is the director of podcast. And Francesca Levy is the executive director of digital and on demand. And Amy is just awesome and the host of How We Survive. <laughs> Amy Scott is just Amy Scott. That's where we are. Amy Scott. Amy Scott Thanks for having like me on. Amy Scott the drops Amy Scott. mic. That's right. I could. Right. My breaks and glasses. I don't, I don't, I don't think Sculler would like yeah. that at all. <laughs> I love how we all live in fear of Sculler. <laughs> of course we do. Of course we do. We all want to be our best selves, but it can be an expensive journey. From experimenting with alternative medicine. I was working with a natural, holistic nutritionist and never really thought about the cost. To splurging on fast fashion. I'm spending like all my tips. I was definitely spending like $200 a week. I'm Rima Hreis, host of Marketplace's This Is Uncomfortable. This season, we explore the cost of self-care and the real motivations behind our spending choices. Listen to This Is Uncomfortable wherever you get your podcasts.